0: All right, so this is Wife Material Podcast, episode 24, Being Submissive. I don't like the term submissive, you know, I don't really use it like that. Um, for me, it's more about, you know, having trust and faith, right, and loyalty to somebody, right, agreeing to al- align yourself with somebody. You know, it's, it's no different from when you agree to be an employee, right, when you Go to a job and you do an interview. You want them to pick you out of all the other options they could have picked from, right? You want them to pick you and and return. you suppose supposed to give them, you know, your your loyalty, right? <clears throat> As in, you come in to work on time. You work in the standard third, right? You made an agreement. You agreed to do something. You know, you need to do it. Now, I understand. You know, of course, if things don't go a certain way you know, I agree with, you know, not staying, but it shouldn't be because you don't feel like it, right? You don't feel like working anymore. It should be, you know, a more logical reason, a reasonable reason. That's why it's called a reason. It has to be reasonable. where that even the employer, right, can agree like, yeah, this makes sense that, you know, that your, your time here is you know has come to an end we understand <clears throat> but it can't be like uh nah, you feel like you want a different job you feel you can make more money somewhere else it's like for well, logically you can always make more money somewhere else but are you are you guaranteed it you know what i mean and why and if and if it was and if there was other options right if there was you could do better why didn't you just do better right off the bat why are you doing all these little uh, um baby steps, right? Just like, oh, I'm a date in college. Why? Why waste time dating in college? A lot of those relationships are not going to go anywhere because you're in college. The guys you're dating are more like in college. So the relationship is not going to last that long. It's only going less like, to less, last less than a couple semesters anyway. So that makes no sense. And the list goes on and on of things that don't make sense, right? But anyway, this podcast we're going to be touching on certain key points, which will be trust, faith, respect, understanding his potential, right? Um, and supporting his abilities and goals, right? Because that's part of the role of, you know, especially being a wife, right? You know, um, you, the thing is, um, I, I've been hearing online uh, women talking about uh, being submissive uh, to the right guy at the right moments or something like that. Or, he has to uh, meet all these requirements in order for a woman to be submissive to that man that meets all those requirements. But it's like, but what's ironic, even if the man meets all those requirements, they still feel like being um, submissive is an option. Like they could choose to do it or not. And it's like, no, if you if you are going to be in a relationship with a man, you have to be submissive. There is no you choose to be submissive. Right? That choice was, should have been made already. When you choose to be with a man, you already chose to be submissive, right? It's like he pulls up in, in a car, right? He's already driving it and asks you if you wanna take a ride with him, you know, go, go where he's going. But then you wanna tell him, you know, to move over and you're going to drive his car. That don't make no sense, right? That's not logical. It's like, it's his car. He's going somewhere. He's paying for the gas, food, and and he made the plans. Like this, this is his journey. He's going a certain direction. If you want to join him, you're welcome to do so. But of course, there's going to be certain rules, right? There's going to be certain things he's going to expect from you. He's going to expect you to help him navigate, um, talk, you know, keep him company, uh, not be crazy, not be a mistake, like oh man, I let this crazy person in my, in my car and this person's trying to make me crash and so forth and so forth, right? All that logical stuff, right? Common sense stuff. So, yeah, I understand that he's trusting you with his life. He's trusting you with his peace, right? Because he was a, totally fine when he wasn't with you. So when he's with you, he's supposed to still be fine. You shouldn't go from having no stress in his life because he makes you know good decisions and he always does things the right way he does things a certain way that reduces the stress in his life so he's living a nice peaceful life you can come in here with all this drama all this nonsense creating bullshit out of nowhere that's wrong you wouldn't like that if somebody did that to you don't do that to someone else right logically. so you know you got to have you know the mindset of like yeah, I'm coming into his life, not the other way around. Cause you got to remember, he was working towards something. He's headed towards a certain direction. You are a passenger. You're coming along. He found you on his path, not on your path. Right? Your, if your path is nearby, is near, close to his path, that's one thing. But that's why you were able to be seen, right? His path is on, is in the street with, with a car, right? Your path is on the sidewalk, where he saw you, where you saw him, right? You know, in this uh, metaphor. So, if you don't want to be on the sidewalk anymore, right, on that path, and you want to go, you know, you want to go on the path that he's going, the direction he's going, then go his, you know, go with him. But if you don't want to, then, you know, go your way, right? Go on your path. But don't try to drag him along. Don't try to have him join your path. He was already on a path. He was already doing his thing. He doesn't need to stop what he's doing to to follow you. he's already going somewhere. And that's the thing, is men build. They have to build something. They don't things are not just handed to them. They have to work for it. They have to build it. So if a man wants a castle, he literally has to build it. No one's gonna give him a castle for him to be a king, right? He has to become a king. Doesn't just it's not born a king, right? He has to become one. Right, so so like I said, you want to join him on what he's doing. So and that's the thing about being submissive is the idea of you're joining him, right? You're joining him on his journey. You want to be part of part of part of his you know his story as it were. He's the main character you're a side character, right? He he's the he's the leading actor of the movie. You're the you're the uh, co um the co-star, um, supporting actress, right? You're the supporting um cast. But he's he's the main the main story, all right? The main character. So you're supposed to support him. Now, in a different scenario, where it's like if you want to be in you know you want to be the main character. The, the lead actor right of your story that's fine it's just you're not going to have the type of guy that you typically will want there are guys out there that will be your supporting um, you know actor your supporting character right there'll be somebody who will getting the passenger side of your car and let you drive right let you be in charge there's guys like that and if you can handle it and you 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 can You know, you can go the distance, great, do that. You know, but the thing is, is that it doesn't work. Women have tried it numerous times and it doesn't work. Um, Well, don't work too long, that's now, right? Because after a while they realize it's like, nah, I I want a manly man, I want a man in charge. It's like, okay, so you always had a traditional role mindset, it's just because you live in modern times, you think, you know, you gotta be modern, right? <laughs> right? So you think, you know, you gotta, you gotta be equal to a man to be with a man. It's like, no, no, man's not looking for his equal. He's looking for somebody to take care of, look after, to love, to protect, to be useful to. That's what a man's looking for, someone to be useful to. But not only that, someone to be useful to them in certain um, simple ways. It's it's not a hard concept to understand. It's like working, right? The boss is looking for an employee, looking for somebody to do certain tasks, like file paperwork or or answer phone calls or do some 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 work on a computer or something, right? All these you know things that the boss can clearly do themselves, but why when they can get somebody else to do it, right? It frees them, frees them up to do other things, right? Especially like expanding the business, a.k.a. expanding you know the the family's you know source of income and and, and resources and so on and so forth. Because remember, that's the man's you know main role in the relationship. By himself, of course, you know just living his life and you know um, obtaining you know resources for himself is basic, right? Being a being a, a human being in general. Being able to take care of yourself is important skills. That's why cooking and cleaning stuff are useful skills to have for yourself, not necessarily for someone else. But if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody else, would it make sense that you want to have be useful to them, You know, to have skills that you can bring to them? It's the same thing as when you get a job. When you apply to get a job, don't you want to make sure you have skills for that job? You want to qualify for the job. That's the thing. It's, being, it's important being qualified. Being submissive is part of that qualification. Willing to be an employee when you try to get a job it makes no sense for you to fill an application to a job. And as soon as you you know you start the interviewing and the boss is interviewing you, then you start asking them questions. Start acting like you're the boss, like you're interviewing them. It's like no, they're the boss. You're the potential hire, so you need to play your role, right? Your part is: Do you want to be an employee, right? Do you want to to work for this company, you know, for the boss. And that's the same thing as in a relationship. You got to have a leader and a follower. You can't have two leaders trying to lead each other. That makes no sense, right? The way it works is someone leads, someone follows. That's how groups in general work, people leading and following, right? You know, some, like, for example, you know, zombie apocalypse, and there's somebody who, you know, has military training for some, you know, has military training and stuff like that right? And they know stuff. One, they know how to get weapons, right? They could help against, you know, the zombies. They know places y'all can go to be safe, like underground bunkers or something like that. Or they know how to fly a military plane or something. Everybody gets on the plane and they fly it off. Like that makes that person useful. So you should follow that person's lead. That person (laughs) has a particular set of skills. You should follow them. Trust in them to know what they're doing, the problem is, is most modern women don't trust a man to, to know what he's doing, right? Which is weird because it's like, well, then why are you with him, right? If, why are you with another human being, period? If you don't trust another human being, you shouldn't be with that other human being, right? You shouldn't be around them. And then vice versa. You got to understand that this your man, right? This other person has to be able to trust you. And if they're trusting you, right? Allowing you, you got to understand? They're allowing you a man is allowing you to be in his life. He doesn't have to. He can spend the rest of his life with, you know, alone, right? He doesn't have to be with you, right? You can say, you know, you can say the same thing. You, You know, we live in modern times where people can live alone. Not a good idea, not smart, but it's possible, right? In modern times. But why? Why be alone when you can, on um, purposely be with somebody else, right? It'd be better that way. It's better to share a big house with somebody else than to have a big house by yourself or a small house by yourself, right? Why, right? It's like being on an island. Why be on the island alone when you can have other people on the island with you, right? It's just come kind of, it's, it's just comes sense. Kind of why be in a car by yourself going on a road trip when you can have people with you so you can have fun memories and it's just things are better with other people. That's all I'm saying. If, so. I was saying, you know, the idea of, you know, you're you're there to support what he's doing, You know, if you want to do your own thing, then do your own thing and, you know, be on your own path. But, you know, supporting him is the way to go. Plus, there's the kids part, you know. He's going to want to have kids and he's going to need your assistance on that. You know, to make the kids and to help raise them, to take care of them, you know, until they're eighteen or you know years of age. So, trust very important to trust your man. If you don't trust him, right? You don't trust this other human being, then you have you have issues, and you have to work it out. It, because you need to trust, right? If this person, right, your husband's supposed to protect you, take care of you, love you, all that good stuff, you know, right? He's supposed to be a good man for you. You have to be able to trust him. And if you don't trust him, right, remember, you got to remember, that's, that's you doing that. That's you not trusting him, right? You need to get to the point where you can trust him. And if you don't trust your man, and he's really not your man, right? You don't deserve him if you don't trust him, right? If you don't trust, respect, love, loyalty to him, all that stuff, you don't deserve. Him. I, I see this a lot on the internet. Women talking about you know wanting a good man, wanting. It's like yeah, you want one, but you don't deserve one because if you deserve a good man, you have one. Because here's here's a little little bit of you know fun fact of life. Every man is a good man until he's not, of course, right? But every man is a good man. Even Hitler. Even an axe murderer. I'll say even a rapist, right? Good men until they're not, right? Until something happens where, oh, well, they're not a good man, right? They did something that's, you know, not really good. But here's the thing. Women are the same. Women are good women until they sleep around with a whole bunch of dudes, right? sell their body off for money, you know, murder somebody, rape somebody, and the list goes on and on. You know. You know, everybody is good until they're not. That that that's for both men and women. So this whole idea of like you want a good man is like, well, any man can be a good man. What you really want, let me rephrase that, what you should want is the right man. Because like like I said, any man is a good man, but what you need is the right man for you to trust, respect, you know, have faith, blind faith, like that, you know, you can follow them without, you know, without any worries, right, without uh, uh, hesitation, without, um, you know, holding them back just because you don't believe, you know, that they're going the right direction or something, you know, I always hear this expression online, men lead, women follow. Of course. If a man's going somewhere, right, clearly a man by default is not planning to go somewhere bad. If a man's going a certain direction, he's going somewhere good. He's going somewhere that that benefits him. So if you follow him, you will also go and be somewhere where it's good. Right? Like let's say you know, I use the zombie apocalypse example. If you're in a zombie apocalypse and you see a man going north while you originally was going south, there's a high probability that he's going somewhere, but there's no zombies. And now, and you're currently going a direction where there is zombies because that's the opposite direction of where he's going. He's clearly trying to get away from zombies. So clearly, the direction he's coming from, right, which is the which is the direction you're going, it's not so good. And that's the thing, men tend to, in general, I mean, this applies to both men and women, but mainly, but right now we're talking about men, men are going to go away from bullshit, right? They're gonna go away from what's not peaceful, for for what's not beneficial. They're gonna look for something beneficial, like getting the bag, right? People love that expression, you know, get the bag, get the bag, yeah. Most men want the bag. Even a homeless guy is ambitious. I keep hearing women say that a lot. Ambitious, ambitious, I want a man who's ambitious everyone's ambitious, right, especially when it, like, when it comes to money, everybody wants money, no, no guy wants to be broke on purpose, right, they're broke just because life, you know, that's just the life that they have, they don't have something that, you know, makes it where, like, hey, you're not broke no more, right, because if, if being rich was easy, right, or, or it was just something anyone can just easily do, like, anybody could just be rich just to be rich, then every guy would choose to be rich. There will be no homeless people, because everybody would just choose to be rich, you know? So the idea of like being ambitious is like, well, everybody's ambitious, but sometimes your ambition has to have a limit at some point. The idea of like, no, no, I want someone who never stops being ambitious. Like, okay, that's, that's weird. We're humans. We're not robots. We do have limits at some point. we're going we're gonna get tired at some point. We're gonna be like, ah, enough is enough. I'm already a billionaire. I don't need to keep trying to be a multi billionaire. Why? I already have way more money than I would ever need. So I'm gonna sit back and relax and just enjoy, you know, life. But the irony most women would be like, no, keep being ambitious, keep pushing forward. For what? <laughs> it's pointless, you know? And it's selfish if you're just gonna keep pushing somebody to do more than they really need to. You know, if somebody's doing less, then they should first off for themselves. I agree with encouraging them to do more for themselves. Right? You know, like encouraging your man to be healthy, not necessarily to, you know, look good for you per se. I'm not saying that he shouldn't, but I'm saying you encouraging him to, you know, work out, eat healthy. Actually make him the healthy food. Don't let him go around grabbing you know, cupcakes and stuff like that and eat them. Like, no, I'll make your son eat. I'll cook for you so that way I can guarantee that you're eating healthy, right? Because I want you to be healthy. If you're healthy, this relationship is healthy and so forth and so forth, right? That kind of concept. So that's why it's important that you can trust him. He can trust you. Trust is very important. So, you know, trusting your partner is very important, you know, respecting them, having faith in them. Very important uh, things to have, you know, in a relationship. You know, these are things that you want from them. These are things you need to make sure you give to them. Um, Something I just thought about, uh, if you want someone to, you know, be respectful to you, nice to you, uh, loyal to you, trustworthy, stuff like that, you have to be able to set the example as well, right? You got to be those things as well, and you got to always be those things. Don't be a hypocrite and be like, I'm loyal, but as soon as you find out that the person might be not loyal, or you have the feeling the person is not loyal, then you decide you're going to become unloyal. Don't do that. That's, that's hypocrisy, right? That just shows that You, you, what you want, is subjective. You can ease, you you would easily do that which you don't believe someone else should do. You know what I mean? It's the idea of treat people the way you want to be treated. If you don't want to be, you know, cheated on, then don't cheat, right? You don't want to be uh, disrespected, don't disrespect. You want, you want to be treated nice. Treat people nice, and always stay that way, right? right? If you treat somebody nice and they don't treat you nice in return, all right, well. That shows that's that's a them problem, not you. You're being nice to them, they're not being nice to you, so that's 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 on them, that's their problem, right? And just move on to someone who you know will treat you the same way you treat them. The problem is, I see a lot is that with a woman, would be nice, right? It would be a good, you know, decent woman for a while, and something will happen, and then she'll turn the opposite, right? She'll go from nice to not nice, but then she, and it. He, he could have done something to, to make her that way, right? To make her start acting that way. But it could have just been some, 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 something random day. Like, he could have just had a bad day, took it out on you. That's unfortunate. I'm not saying he abused you, like hit you, hit you or anything. I'm just saying he could have had a bad day and he was being, a, you know, not, he was being grumpy as it were, right? And you took it as, you know, personal. And then you use, using that that one incident against him. Right, using that one imperfect day as, as a way uh, to negatively judge him. And then you just keep, every day, you just keep focusing on that one time that he treated you not so nice, as it were. You know? And I see that a lot where a, a guy could be, you know, really nice to a girl at first, like extra nice. Well, does he's trying to be in a relationship, he's trying to get you to like him. So, of course, he's going to be extra nice, more nice than he normally would be obviously and then once y'all together and y'all getting along he's going to tone down that that extra niceness he was being extra just so you will like him right that's the only reason he was doing that extraness was for you to like him it, it's not like he does that all the time normally he only did that f- at first because he was, he was interested in you once you know y'all together he, he clearly doesn't have to keep doing it. So of course he's going to tone it down at some point. Just like a, a woman will get with a guy and want to have sex with him every day. Until, you know, and a couple weeks later, a couple months later, a year later, suddenly sex happens once in a while. Once in a blue moon. Why? What happened to the sex all the time? Every day. What happened to that? See, women do that and they think that's okay. But when a man stops being... Extra unnecessarily nice and just be regular nice, or just be, you know, or just be regular, just treat me like a normal human being. Suddenly, it's a problem. Oh, it's because you really like that that extra special treatment. You think you're entitled to it or deserve it all the time. It's like, no, we're human. After a while, all that extra ness is going to stop. Just like you feel you can stop having sex all the time, right? Because you're tired of it or. Just not in the mood no more. Yeah. Men can also not be in the mood no more for certain things. You know what I mean? So you got to accept that at some point things that you're used to will change. Like the person you're with is going to change. So you have to be able to adapt to the changes and change along with them. Right? you know what if the person was going towards a certain path like, like your husband is going to a certain path and he changes the path he decides he wants to go a different route let's say he was trying to become a musician that was his passion but then he changed his mind and now he wants to be uh, the owner of a, of a car dealership or something you know he wants to change his path. Well, you know, if if I mean if the if he's one if he's happy with the path, and it's also financially beneficial, it shouldn't be a problem that he changed it. Right? It shouldn't be. If it is, okay, then it is. And I'm not going to tell you otherwise. But you chose to be with him to be with him for whatever he he was doing period not just what he specifically was doing but it was more so what that he was doing something in general right because it's, it's more weird to be with somebody just because of what they were doing less about who they were as a person right if he's still the same you know guy as a word he just things are different but he's pretty, relatively the same guy whatever you fell in love with is still there I know a lot of times women were talking about they've fallen out of love and this and third and this, and it's just bullshit because, like, what you loved about the guy, it's still there. It didn't disappear. The problem is, is that you want more. The problem, that's the real problem. It's not that the person is no longer the same person you love. It's the fact that they're, they are still the same person. Men don't change that often. Men are not about, don't like to change much of, of things. Once, once a guy likes something, that's what they like and they'll keep liking that thing. Just like when he gets in a relationship with you, it's because he likes you. Which means he's going to want you around for a long long time when he, you know, when he wants to keep when he wants to keep. It. And that's when he actually likes you, right? He wants to keep it for a long long time. He expects you to not change. Once you start changing, like if he got with you and you were skinny and suddenly you get fat, of course that'd be a problem. Because what he liked was when you were skinny. And he's going to always like that. He's not going to stop liking that. right? So you got to understand that. That's part of what makes it, you know, makes a man useful, right, in the, in the aspect that when he has a, a, a passion, a goal, right, the whole being ambitious. It's all about focusing on one thing and just being, just keep doing that one thing over and over again, not changing, not doing different things every day. That, that's opposite of that one thing no it's that laser focus on that one thing it's funny women talk about they want an ambitious guy they want a guy to be focused on on one thing be focused on them right but then over time complain that that's all they do is focus on them focus on one thing that's why when a guy you know there's advice out there on the internet for guys of like hey, don't make a don't focus on a woman right don't focus don't put all your focus on her. Focus on the things you're passionate about, the things you like. And, of course, you know, give her some, you know, some of your attention, some of your time. But don't center your whole life around her. Don't put all your focus on her. Right? Because she's not going to appreciate it over time. At first, she'll appreciate it, but look, over time, she'll get tired of it. Because it, women get bored relatively easy with uh, certain things. Which is an unfortunate thing, you know, you know it's for a woman to get bored, right? To so be like, oh, hey, same, same thing, different day. This is boring. Which means they're going to want to change it, right? When a guy gets bored, he just wants to add to what he's already doing. He doesn't want to get rid of what, you know, he was already doing. He just wants, he just wants more. When he gets bored. <clears throat> I'll use cheating as an example, right? A guy, you know, wants different sex with a different person. Well, that's just what it is, is he wants sex with a different person. Not permanently, just that one time, you know, just for that moment. They still want to keep what they already have. So if they have a wife, they want to keep the wife. They're not not trying to replace the wife. The reason they had sex with someone else is not because they don't love their wife no more. That's not how guys work. Women, however, do work that way. When a woman cheats, it's not random. It's not because she had the urge. No, it's because she she was convinced to do so. She was like, you know what, I don't like my man no more, my husband no more. I don't feel the same about him I used to, you know, feelings, right? I want I want somebody else. I want to feel something different. Then she'll start up uh, um, the process of cheating right the process of moving from you to some other guy that's that's the difference between a woman sexually cheating and a man sexually cheating a man sexually cheating he he's not cheating he's not trying to replace you he's not getting rid of you he still wants to be with you it, to him that was just sex it was just something different a little change up it's not too different than you changing your hair color or you change or you wearing Let's say you normally don't wear lingerie during sex. All right, well, once you do put laundry, lingerie during sex, there, something different. Guys like things to be different from time to time. They don't like a lot of changes, but they do like things to be different from time to time. Different positions, right? So from and so forth. They just like extra stuff. Guys add to their lives. They don't subtract or replace, like how women do. Women have a habit of replacing. Every day they want something different they buy one pair of shoes one day and then 2 days later they they want they want a different pair even though the, the first pair is still in good conditions that's why guys will have sneakers for like a whole year before they buy a new pair but girls will have a new pair of shoes every freaking week see the difference men and women operate differently men already understand this men accept this this ask, this fact about women that they tend to do this. More reason why we're we're more specific about like, hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do that for these reasons. Don't have an Instagram showing your body. Don't go to the, you know, don't go to clubs, you know, just to drink alcohol and listen to music. You can go anywhere to do that. You can go to a, like a lounge or a cafe or some or, or some type of place where there's music and alcohol, a bar. You know a ladies bar would be even better. A bar just females only, that way they can go in there, drink, have fun, listen to music, talk to one another, whatever, it's not a problem, especially if they you know, want some advice, some female advice. Great, I'm all for that. What I'm not for is you putting on a freakum dress, as they call it, obviously a dress that makes it easy to get your freak on, and then you wanna to go to a club where there's gonna be guys and drinks and you're getting in for free, and I'm not gonna be there. That's very suspect, you know what I mean? So, of course, a man's gonna be like, oh, don't do that, you know? Because that's a bad idea, because we know what what can happen, and the thing is, it always does happen, though. It's very rare, I'll say like 5%, 5% of the time when a woman goes to a club, Nothing happens. Five percent. That's a very low percentage. Five percent when a woman goes to a club while she's in a relationship, nothing happens. Very rare, because something always happens. Something always happens. Alright. So, you know, having you know respect. You know, you want respect, you gotta give respect especially with a part of you know respect is the fact that you do get something in return for being respectful to someone respecting your man you know because it motivates him to want to do more because he knows that the things he does you respect it you know the things he gives you he knows you appreciate it like respect is you know part of respect is appreciation right that you appreciate somebody else you appreciate that you're with somebody else that you uh, that somebody else um, you know, is, you know, there for you, there with you, doing things with you. You know, that's why it's very important that you know you understand the person you're with, so that way you can better submit. See, the the problem with the idea of submitting for most women nowadays, most modern women nowadays, is the idea that they grew up with the idea of, you know, they have to take care of themselves. Um, Don't let no one tell you you can't do something, you know, this and that. A lot of these concepts were, you know, were good. They were to encourage you to be, you know, to be a great person, right? To don't let no one tell you you can't, you know, do something, like can't achieve something. You know, because clearly if you put your mind to it, you can't achieve your goals, right? You can achieve stuff. But not everything is possible, right? (laughs) You're not God. You can't do everything, right? you' you're going you're gonna to do good in some things bad in others but the thing is is that it's good for everybody both men and women to have that idea of you know don't let no one you know hold you back from your greatness if you can actually achieve it right but some people take that way too far and they'll they'll act like everyone's trying to hold them back It's like no one's no not everyone's trying to hold you back even people who quote unquote trying to hold you back aren't really trying to hold you back they're trying to let you know that there's a higher probability you're not going to succeed in what you're doing. They're letting you know that you're more likely going to fail before you actually failed. Now, granted, if you're okay with the idea that you could fail and you're gonna do it anyway, that's fine. But don't look at them as like, you know, they didn't um, don't look at them as they were wrong for telling you that you more likely would fail because there's a higher probability. You know, they're they're they're, they're giving you information based off of experience from life especially if someone's older than you and they give you advice and they tell you like you know it's better for you to do this than that because that has you know is is harder or it's going to um, it's going to have negative consequences in the near future you should respect them just like the idea of having an OF you know OnlyFans page or being on the internet showing off your body you know things like that does have consequences if you're okay with the consequences, right? Then you're okay with them. But you got to make sure you're okay with them. You got to know for a fact you'll be okay with it. But I've seen, <laughs> I've been on this planet for a long, long time. I've seen that, yeah. Every most people who do things and think that they're, you know, that in the future they're going to be okay with it, turns out they actually don't. They they never do. They always regret it. That's why why we have the term regret. That's a thing. And I notice women tend to have a lot of regrets. Because women tend to do a lot of things at a young age that, you know, most people, men, for example, would be like, don't do this, don't do that. You know, there are consequences for those, those things, decisions. But, of course, women want to do what they want to do, you know. But then when they get old, suddenly, all the you know, decisions, you know, they start questioning and they start regretting it. It's like, well, yeah. It's not like no one told you that, those things you did while you were young were a bad idea? That's why they told you. They knew better. Especially, a main thing is, if an older female tells a younger female, don't do this, don't do that, because there's consequences, because in the future you're going to regret them, you should listen to them. They know from experience, they know for a fact, that that's true. And not just, it was true for them, their truth is different from your truth, so you're going to have a different future and outcome than them. No. It's, it's, it's a common thing in history, in human. That's why, we, that's why we study history. That's why we record shit that happened in human history, right, in books and on the internet so we can go back and look and be like, oh, look, look what's going on in the past. They did these dumb things in the past. Now we're doing the same dumb things as they are. So clearly, history is repeating itself. That's the whole concept. That's why the idea of a woman, you know, thinking that, oh, Because women, some women in the past were in abusive relationships. That means if I get in a relationship, same things can happen to me. It's like, no, it's not like, no. If you you allow it to happen, yes. If you allow it to happen, yeah, it, it can happen. You choose the wrong guy, as in a guy who's highly likely to abuse you. Yeah. Then you're repeating the same mistakes. They chose the wrong guy. They chose a guy who was abusive. You chose a guy who's abusive. So of course the outcome is going to be the same because you are choosing the same wrong decision. The idea is to learn from the past and not make the same bad decisions. The solution to not being in an abusive relationship is not not to be in a relationship. It's not to avoid being in a relationship with a man because, hey, one, women are abuse, uh, are abusive too. There's, There's guys who've been in abusive relationships with women, so it's not just a guy thing. So ignoring guys is is stupid. You need to vet the guys. You need to know the difference between a guy who would be abusive and abusive, you know, be abusive to you in a relationship, and a guy who wouldn't. You need to learn these things. But people want to be selfish. I mean, want to be lazy and not do the work and rather be like, why do I have to tell the difference between a guy who's abusive and a guy who's not abusive? Why can't both guys just not be abusive? Like, well, yeah, that's wishful thinking. That's this fairy tale mindset. That's a little five year old girl's mindset of like, why can't everybody be good? Why, why is there good guys and bad guys? Why can't everybody just be a good guy? Like, <laughs> because it's, that's not reality. That's not the real world. The real world is there's differences, there's variations. There's going to be guys who are good and guys who are bad. Just like there's women who are good, women are bad. And the irony is the same women that would be concerned about a guy, you know, being bad. Um, the irony is, you're also bad. What you think you're good, you think you're perfect or something. You think you're you're a high quality person, like you're the like like you're super good. Like no. You you can be just as abusive and just as bad as anyone else, right? So that's something I always see that's kind of ironic. The most women who are who're concerned about being in an abusive relationship tend to be abusive themselves, not necessarily physical per se. Sometimes they are, but not always. A lot of times it is just verbal. right? That's where the whole respect thing, because they have a habit of being disrespectful. No one wants to be disrespected. No one. But there's women out there that think it's okay to be disrespectful. But that's not okay. You should be respectful. You, know, you should be better. Understanding somebody's potential. You know the potential of your man. You know, it's important to know... What he's, what he's capable of, right? what his potentials are, you know, obviously everybody has skills, certain sets of um, uh, abilities that they have that they, that's useful, and you need to understand, your, you know, the man's potential, because if you don't know your man's potential, like your husband's potential, like what he is capable of doing, what could be doing based off of, you know, his current skill sets or skill sets that he can't obtain, you know what's possible right the possibilities you know if you if you don't know them then you definitely can't help support them right you can't help them you know stay focused and achieve that potential and to be able to unlock it because um, you might see the potential in him but he doesn't so you need to help him see it um don't be too aggressive about it don't try to force it upon him but definitely try to help him see the potential, see why you see it, you know, try to find a way to explain to him his potential that you see in him, and see where it goes. And if he wants to, you know, be the best, you know, the best at anything he does, anything he wants to do, you know, that's great, that's always awesome. We definitely need more men um, doing great things, because there's so many things we, we need to do it in life that we want to do, right? We want to make the world a better place, you know, cure as many diseases as possible, solve the, you know, the uh, food problem, right? There's people in this world that, you know, having trouble getting food. We need to fix that. We need to fix, you know, people having roofs over their heads, you know, like, no one should be homeless, right? We should be able to find ways to resolve, you know, fix those issues and so forth and so forth. And part of that is, you know, as a man, you know, make this world better, leave this world better than it was when you first came into it, right? You came into this world, the world's not that great, all right? You have the the ability the potential to make it better as a man. And as a woman, you can also contribute, either through you contributing directly or indirectly by supporting a man who's contributing to the world. But ultimately, humans, right, need to contribute to the world. We are replacements. That's one of the things that annoys me a lot of times that I see it, especially in this generation, is so many people are selfish. People act like life exists, like the world exists for them or something. Like other people exist for them. It's like, no, no. You exist for everybody else. You exist to replace somebody. Somebody died before you were born. You're here to replace them, to continue the human race, the legacy of the human race, to push forward and keep... The human race alive if not we'll just go extinct you exist to keep the human race alive you know that's why I don't appreciate people trying to disrespect people of the past like like your grandparents or great-great-grandparents or something like that people of the past like oh people in the past uh the way they used to live was terrible blah 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 It's was like uh okay yeah it was terrible but here's the thing they themselves weren't terrible Life was terrible, you know, because life wasn't as easy as it is now with all the advancements we have. But here's the thing: they are the ones who created all the advancements that we have now. We are born into their their hard work. We're born into the world they created. They created a better world than the world they were in. For us, we should be grateful for that. So, you know, so disrespectful to look at the past and be like, "Oh my God, they didn't have internet. How did they, you know?" How did they live without internet? Like they lived just fine. And they realized that, yeah, they could do so much more if they had something like, I don't know, the internet. And then they decided like, hey, let's make the internet. Because here's the thing, you use the internet, yes, but you didn't make it. And you clearly wouldn't be smart enough as much as as much as much as advanced and smart you think you are you wouldn't be smart enough to have created the internet you wouldn't even have had the idea to create the internet you would have been a lot like a lot of the people in the past who didn't have anything to do with it, didn't have the idea for the internet they were just living their lives you would have done the same thing you would have just been living your life you would have accepted what was around you most people who don't appreciate the past are the same people who wouldn't have made uh, wouldn't have made history they wouldn't even be in the history books because they wouldn't have done nothing to be in the history books for anyone to even care to remember just like a lot of women nowadays i notice will be like on only fans or instagram and this and that or they'll be talking about their career like oh i'm focusing on my career my career my career is like but why though no one's going to remember you, you having a job you having a career you having a job and a career don't mean shit unless your career is literally making the world a better place literally doing stuff that puts you in the history books makes it where people remember who you are. We, we're, we're going to remember Jeff Bezos. We're gonna remember Elon Musk, you know, Bill Gates and stuff, we're gonna remember them. Why? Because of this shit that benefited the world. We're gonna remember Steve Jobs. Remember, he's dead now, right? And we still remember him. We still using his iPhones, right? The shit that he came up with, right? He was involved in that. We will remember him and his career because his career benefited us and still benefits us. But your career, whatever the f your career is, more likely didn't really benefit anyone except the company you work for, putting money in their pocket for whatever they were selling, and they probably were selling like some bootleg version of something. You probably worked for a company that makes boot uh uh, uh or something, which is the generic version of Fruit Loops. You weren't working for the Fruit Loop company. You didn't create the Fruit Loop companies for anyone to remember you. So this whole career thing just tends to be stupid. I'm not saying you can't have careers, ladies. What I'm saying is, it's stupid to be like, oh, my career, my career, career, as if it was important, as if it benefits the world, as if, as if anyone's gonna care. You could die the next day and you'll just get replaced by somebody else. That's the, th- that's the point. Don't you want a legacy? like, what's the point of a career if it's not to be remembered, right, not to have an impact in the world. Most women just be hung up on the idea of career. Career is like, so you're being lazy, because you'd rather have a career than have a man, a life. Because remember, having a man is, being with a man is much harder work than having a job. Job is easy. Being with a man is hard, because it's another human being you got to interact with, another human being you gotta, you got to deal with, right? Imagine if your job was to deal with your boss all the time. Not just do whatever, you know, the company needs you to do and the boss you see them from time to time. To time. No, no. What if you had to deal with the boss? What if you had to take care of the boss, right? You know, take care of the, your boss like he was your husband. That's a lot harder work. You know. And vice versa. Then your boss has to take care of you, right? Pay you, right? Make sure you got money roof over your head. And and not only that, make sure you got stuff to do, a purpose. Right. So then you gotta create something. AK babies, right? And then take care of them and raise them and all that stuff and and create a better future. Being a wife, being a mother, those are big deals. Those are not something to look down on. Do not think your career, your 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 OnlyFans, (laughs) quote unquote business your independence is more important than being a wife and, and a mother it's not being a wife and mother are big deals these are like high level of existence for any human being on the planet or for any female on the planet you're doing something major something important something that benefits the world something that the world of humans wouldn't exist without. We wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for wives and mothers. Yet you got women out here talking, talking about thinking that they're better than the women of the past. Thinking that, oh, my career, my job, me getting the bag, me traveling, me, Instagram and this and that, OnlyFans, blah, 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 all this stuff, you know, me, hot girl summer, all this stuff, this is more important than, than all the other stuff that everyone did before I was born. Like, no. What you're doing is not important. That's the point. What you're doing is selfish. What you're doing makes you happy. Yes, it makes you happy. But it's not making the world a better place. It's not making it better for you. It's not making it better better for anyone. You're not contributing to the betterment of the world. You're literally contributing to the problems of the world. And don't even realize it. Because you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything that benefits the world. Therefore, what you're doing is nothing. You think you're doing something going to your job and career, but you're doing nothing. You go to work, make money, to do what? To pay bills? You work to make money just to give it to someone else. That's all you're doing. You're repeating that process over again. So you're benefiting other people, you know, a small selection, a small group of people because you're not benefiting the whole world because you're not doing anything that benefits the whole world in, you know, as, as a whole. You're only benefiting some people, you know, the place you work at, the bills you're paying. Yeah, you're helping them out greatly, but you're not helping yourself out. You're not helping out anyone else, right? You're not helping out the world, that's for sure. And that's the thing. A lot of people, specifically women, tend to overvalue um, themselves, their, their, their careers, jobs, whatever. Um, anything that they choose to do, they tend to overvalue it way too much. And undervalue shit that is of value, shit that is important. Being a wife, being a, a mother, that that's way more valuable. Being a daughter, way more valuable, and the list goes on, right? You know, being a useful human being on this planet to the human race is more important. The stuff you do for yourself, stuff you, you know, the, the entertainment that you use to entertain yourself. That, that's just for you, that's just a selfish thing, that's nothing special, that doesn't benefit the world, and you're supposed to benefit the world. But anyway, that's part of you know being submissive, is understanding that you are part of something bigger than you, something more important than you, which is your relationship, right, with your husband, or the man you're with, and vice versa, of course your kids, right? Imagine if you had kids and then you start telling your kids, you know, they can do their own stuff. You can raise yourself. You can feed yourself. You can go, you know, make money some somehow and take care of yourself, raise yourself. I don't, I don't have to do any of that. Do it yourself. You can do it, right? That's very selfish, very lazy. You know, it's like, no, you do it. You help them. You take care of them long enough, because it's your job to teach them to be able to take care of them. At some point, they gotta take care of themselves, of course. But you're supposed to teach them to do that, not expect them to do that. You're supposed to teach them. You know, I know there's a lot of women have a habit of expecting their husbands to, to to know everything, to do everything. You know, that that they expect them to do. Not that, you know, the husband don't know how to do a lot of things that he knows how to do. But, there is, but the, wife, the female always wants them to do more. Like, why don't you know that I'm in a bad mood? Well, one, you shouldn't even be in a bad mood. Um, but the fact that you told me you're in a bad mood right now, now I know. Clearly, you were trying to hide it. Just because you feel, just because you're in a bad mood, right, you feel bad, doesn't mean I feel what you feel. That's the thing. It's weird for you to think that I have to feel the way you feel. If you wake up and you feel like it's a bad day, well, that's just you. You feel that way. And since it's your feelings, you need to fix it. You need to deal with it. This is part of why we, you know, on the internet a lot, you'd be um, putting this information out there over and over again. is The fact that there's like women are more emotional than they are logical. Men are more logical than they are emotional, therefore. It's not that men don't have feelings, it's that we control them. But women out here constantly talking about that they want a man who's more emotionally available, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you want a man to feel what you feel. When you feel it, it doesn't work that way. We don't, we're not psychics. We don't have that type of ability. We're not twins, right, as a world. Like, we don't have a link emotionally that when you're sad, I'm suddenly sad. Like, no, you're sad, you're sad and mad. Fake mad, fake sad, ha, ha ha ha. But you get the point. It's like if you're sad, you're sad, and that's not a good thing. So obviously, your sadness needs to go away. Whether you do it or he does it, one of y'all have to figure out how to make this sadness go away. I do my best to to resolve that. You know, I I made a video before about controlling emotions, controlling. A female's emotions. That you have to control her emotions. you got to know how to turn her from her negative emotions to her positive emotions. You know, basically, pretty much, just learn how to make her happy, but not necessarily by being a simp or, you know, being a yes man or anything like that. That's that's the wrong way to go about it. Um, you, you you just got to understand. You know, sometimes you got to make her happy. Sometimes you got to make her unhappy not too unhappy but just make her unhappy enough that once you make her happy again she appreciates it you know if you're constantly trying to make her happy she's not going to appreciate it after a while Then after a while it just becomes unimportant she becomes numb to your kindness to your you know to you trying to make her happy which is why you don't try to make a woman happy all the time because eventually she'll get bored of it she'll get numb to it then she'll start hating it that you're always so nice, always so, you know, you know, helpful, and so forth and so forth, you know. And I know this from personal experience that, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been testing out, you know, in my relationships, my past relationships, you know, experimenting, right, trying to get to better understand women, you know, or just, you know, people in general, but definitely women are so different. Um, the understanding of, like, you got to make them happy once in a while, not all the time because, you know, they do eventually stop appreciating it, you know, so I've experienced that um, scenario where I I was giving, you know, I was being nice all the time and then it started, she started, you know, reacting differently to my, to my niceness that I start, I stopped being nice, right. You know, once I stopped being nice and started acting like I was, I was mad, then suddenly, she she cared suddenly i was getting a a different a different reaction from her a better reaction from her so it's like oh okay that's what it was is that you were getting bored so i've learned that at a young age that women get bored easily Um, you know when it comes to certain things it's like okay you got bored of me being nice all the time all right so i had to switch it up which is why it's, uh, it's not surprising the women like the bad boys but at the same time it's like but they're always complaining they're always crying they're always unhappy eventually you end up with the right guy which is the guy who's always nice to you and you appreciate it eventually you appreciate the the constant niceness but sometimes you'll try to you know do things to make the guy not so nice at certain times just because you need that feeling of not niceness, and it's like damn, women really love, you know, all types of. It. That's the thing. Since women are, are emotional, they want to feel all the emotions. They don't want to feel just happiness, just ecstasy. You know, arousal, this and that. Um, what, what is it? Uh, there's, there's other, you know, you know happiness. Um, other, there's other words. You know, other, other, there's other positive feelings, right? They want to experience a lot of the feelings. They want to experience sadness, uh, fear, uh, sometimes pain, depression, all these different types of feelings, anger, you know, like they want to feel all the feelings. Women are so into their feelings, literally, that they want to feel them all. They want to taste the rainbow, as it were, of feelings, and it's like, well, it's, it's their nature. I mean, literally, just by being a woman, you know, genetically, right? That's, that's something you, you, we, have, we, as men, have to accept of women. They're, they're all about their feelings. Just like we understand that women are sh- supposed to accept, yeah, guys are horny. <laughs> one of our emotions is being horny. It's wanting to have sex. That's one of our emotions, you know? And we do our best to try to control it but it is a very strong emotion, considering the fact that it's a very biological, a very functional emotion. It's a, you know, it's, a,
1: it's a prime
0: directive, as they say. My purpose in life is to reproduce, ultimately. Everything I do doesn't matter compared to that. I need to make babies. That is why I exist, to make babies, raise them, to replace me when I die. That's my purpose in life. Anything else I do is just icing on a cake. It's just like, hey, you know, I'm useful to the world, not only by making babies, but also curing cancer and COVID nineteen and this and that and all the other great things I do. Yay! Right? But ultimately, making babies—that is my prime directive. That's my purpose in life. That's my—that's why I exist: to make babies. Same goes for women: to make babies. So we need to eat, sleep, and reproduce, like we're supposed to. Those are three. Main functions, eat, sleep, reproduce. These are the three things we have to do, you know, as a species, as a living organism. Maybe far, far, far in the future, we'll get to the point where we don't need to um, reproduce anymore. We don't need to eat anymore. We don't need to sleep anymore. We'll probably get that advanced genetically at some point, probably evolve. Or we'll use technology to make it where we don't need to eat, sleep, and have sex anymore. That, that would be a thing, you know that could be a thing long in the future, but that'll probably be 100 or 200 years from now. So since it's that far out in the future, uh, we need to focus on reality, right We need to focus on now. Now we need to still, we still need to eat, sleep and reproduce. So let's focus on that and do our, our part. Right? live our purpose. our purpose is to do those three things. So do it. Everything else is just extra. As in, you can do it, but it's not, it doesn't matter. It's not necessary to do it, but you can do it. Which is why it's like, men, in general, you know, be on the, you know when we're on the internet speaking to a lot of these women, we'd be telling them, it's like, you know, hey, you know, we support you making money, you, you having, you know, talents and stuff like that, and you doing things, you know, that you like and makes you happy. We're all for that because we're doing the same thing. The thing but however though, however, we expect you to do the most basic thing that we're supposed to be doing, that's natural to do, which is eat, sleep, and reproduce. You have no problem eating, you have no problem sleeping, but you have a problem with reproduce reproducing, reproduction, sex. That makes no sense. That is literally why we're here to do that. That is part of our function, that's part of our existence, that's our function. And and on this planet, Just to reproduce and keep the human race going. What's the point of of recording history if we're if if there's if we're going to let the human race die? Then all this knowledge and information, all this all these discoveries, math, science, religion, you know, music, all these things that we created as a species, is all going to be unimportant once we allow this human race to die. That's stupid. We did all this for what? For nothing then. Everything we've done up to this point is for the next generation. It's for, the, it's for future humans to have access to the stuff. The internet is so that we can all stay communicated, so we can all share information, so this, video, so this podcast can happen. You know, I'm grateful for the people of the past doing what they did, experiencing what they experienced, working, gaining knowledge and, and understanding to the point where they're able to transfer that over to the future generation where I exist, and I'm able to learn from the past and continue their legacy. You gotta understand that you're the you are not just you. <coughs> you are us. The knowledge, the information in your head is not your own information. You think it's your information. You think it's you. It's like oh, my opinion is my personality. No, that's a culmination of other people's opinions, other people's personality of the past. Translated over to you, <coughs> you are a combination of all the humans from the past. That's what you are. That's what makes you, you, a combination of all of them combining into you. Just like you'll be part of that in the, for somebody else in the future. Somebody else in the future is going to have opinions and thoughts and stuff like that. And their opinions and thoughts are going to be influenced by you, if you do anything anyway. In, life. in the future, people are going to think about Elon Musk, Bill Gates, uh, Albert Einstein, so forth and so forth. They're going to remember these types of people, they're going to learn about them. Right now, people, are, kids are learning about uh, 9-11 in, in school, something that most of us actually experienced. Some of us actually were, you know, were, you know, were there when it happened, when the terrorist attack happened. And, and to hear that, you know, kids, young kids are learning about it, it's like, damn, I was part of history, you know? You know, I, when I talk about, like, you know, Albert Einstein or something, somebody who, Hitler and stuff like that, people who lived, you know, in the past, you know, that was a long, long time ago. To hear, to still be alive and hear that people are learning about something that I was involved in, like, some, something that, you know, was part of my life, And they're learning about it. It's like, oh shit, they're learning about something from my past. Whoa. Right? That's mind-blowing right there. So that's important. So they're learning about something that I experienced, I witnessed. (coughs) And now they're learning about it. And they're going to share that knowledge and information to the future. You know, just like if Albert Einstein was, was alive right now. And I tell him about the stuff that I learned about him. You know, it will amaze him. Because like, wow, the stuff I did, you know about, that you, you actually care is part of your life. Yeah, it's part of my life, it's part of my childhood, part of my mentality. What makes me me is based off of all the knowledge, all the information that exists of this world in me. We're getting a little too philosophical right now, but that, you know, you get the point. It's like, you know, understanding, your your man's potential, teamwork very important. Uh, you know, supporting your man's abilities, um, helping him with what he's doing, and vice versa. Just you know, two heads are better than one, as they say. Teamwork makes the dream work. You know, it's important that because sometimes I see on the internet women talking about uh, they want you know partnership. They want to be equal partner with their But their husband, you know, their significant other, right? Their man. And it's like, okay, but that's not necessary. Uh, But it's like, but what capacity? Like, because it's weird to assume that as a wife, you think you don't have any type of influence or say. It's like, but you do. You have a lot of influence and say. You being in a relationship with him makes him want to do things that benefit you and him. Everything he does, a lot of times, he'll do stuff that only benefits you. Only benefits you and the kids. Only benefits the lifestyle you all have. It doesn't benefit him. It's funny, a lot of women, you know, nowadays, how my life, you know, how women the past didn't have it that good. Didn't have it that good. Um... You know, because they were, you know, quote unquote slaving away for their man at home and blah blah blah, not realizing that these women have financial freedom because they didn't have to do much of anything to to have access to you know to a large majority of the money that their man brought home. They benefited greatly from the relationship financially. They also benefited from freedom as in you know when we say financial freedom is also the ability ability to have free time to do things because if you can clean the house and cook and do everything that you know a wife does in two hours while your husband is at work working ten hours and you only did you only worked for two hours that means you still have eight hours you can do whatever you want because you already did everything you needed to do within those two hours so the remaining eight hours is for you to do whatever you want So you have eight hours of free time while your husband has to work those 10 hours. That's the difference. Wives had had it way better. There's a lot of guys right now that would love to be a house husband, would rather stay home, do all the cooking and cleaning and stuff like that, all the house stuff. And have their wife do all the money stuff. There's tons of guys who would love that. I'm not against doing it. You know, um, if I'm, you know, if I'm, if you know, if I'm in that situation, I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not against it because it's like, yeah, do I want to work really hard to become a billionaire, or would I rather stay home and be married to a a, a woman that's a billionaire? Hmm, which one should I rather be doing? It's because like, the funny thing is, either way, I benefit regardless. Whether I'm the billionaire or my wife is the billionaire, I I benefit regardless. Because one, I will have access to to, to the resources, right? To the billions. Not all of it, obviously, in one scenario versus the other, but I'll have access to part of it. I'm definitely gonna be living the billionaire lifestyle, whether I'm the billionaire or I'm with a billionaire. Either way, I'm gonna be living the lifestyle, right? if that's what I want. Now for me, money is irrelevant, is unimportant. That's why, that's for a different situation. That's why it's like, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter that much to me. Um, But I'd rather be in the leadership position just because I'm better suited for it. But I'm not against the idea of, you know, having somebody else lead. I'm not against letting other people be in charge. You know, just like if I was in a car and I'm on a road trip, I have no problem with somebody else driving the car. You know, I'm not really a big fan of driving cars myself anyway, so I'd rather somebody else drive. But if I have to drive, you know, I'll drive. I'll take turns terms, you know, I'll do what I gotta do. You know, teamwork makes a dream work. And that's the importance of teamwork. You know, working as a team. That's what part of being part of being submissive is Understanding that it's like you're not always going to make all the decisions, right? Not always going to be in charge. You gotta understand it. You you need to help somebody, right? You're gonna be somebody's helper, not be the one that needs to help, right? So you're going to help somebody do something that they're already capable of doing. What I like about this image that I'm looking at here is um, even though you, I think you can see the instructions. More likely because he's a man. Yes, I'm gonna say because he's a man, he ain't following the instructions. He's just looking at the stuff and be like, okay, I think I know how this goes together. You know, we're good at problem solvers. We're good at, you know, piecing things together. You know, seeing patterns in things. So without instructions, we can put things together. Like I've done that many a times. You know, I've done that for 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 friends and family members. Uh, my mother, their friend, <laughs> always asks me always buy something that needs assembly and always asks me to assemble it um, and when I'm not available to assemble it then she you know she tends to do it herself or get somebody else to do it but the irony of that right it's just the fact that she asks me to do it not just that she asks me to do it you know it's the fact that when she does ask me to do it I don't really look at the instructions all like that sometimes I'll look I'll, I'll look for the instructions and just Look at the picture like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to build. I'm supposed to build a, a table. Okay. And then I just start looking at, at the pieces and figure out what goes where. Because um, I'm good at puzzles. I'm good at solving things. I'm good at putting things together. <clears throat> so it's not too surprising. So I don't really need the instructions. But I do, you know, look at them from time to time. Um, if I get stuck, because, you know, I ain't perfect. If If I get stuck on something, I'm like, yeah, I don't. Can't figure this out, then then I'll then I'll look in the instructions. But other than that, I don't really require instructions. I'm pretty good at figuring things out. Not everything in this world is complicated. And that's the end of the podcast.